You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 5, the 55th episode of Meet Mediocrity. My guest today is Leanne Smith. Leanne Smith is the Chief Executive Wait, she's not the Chief Executive Officer. She's the Chief Vibrancy Officer of her company, Vibrant Life Source, where she, Leanne, provides wellness coaching across the spectrum of strength training, yoga, nutrition, motivation, and just kind of all-around wellness. Ready to hear more about Leanne? Let's get started. Mitch, and welcome to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 5. Before I get into my details about Leanne, I have a couple of great and exciting things to share with you. So first, number one, our YouTube channel, our Meet Mediocrity YouTube channel is up and running. So all you need to do is go to YouTube, type in Meet Mediocrity, or go to the Meet Mediocrity website at www.meetmediocrity.com, look under videos, and starting this past Tuesday, and going on a weekly basis every Tuesday going forward, you will find a five-minute video or less, that's the plan, or maybe a few seconds more, but generally five-minute videos with tips and tricks and insights about wellness from yours truly, Mediocre Mitch. So it's really going to be things that I tried, that I've observed, that I've experienced during my wellness journey that I think could be helpful and relatable to you. So check it out. The first video is up there. There were a couple of older ones that are still on the YouTube channel, and I'm going to leave them there. But number one of the YouTube Meet Mediocrity vlog with a V is out there now. The second thing, the second interesting news is um, I had started a weekly newsletter that I actually kind of like stalled on. So if you go to the meetmediocrity.com website and, and add your name to the email list, you'll, you, would, you were supposed to get a weekly newsletter, which wasn't coming out regularly, but now it will. So the first Meet Mediocrity newsletter is out. Um, it's going to have a recaps of what happened last week, um, reviews and previews of what's to come this week, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's on the vlog, um, but it's also exclusive to the weekly newsletter subscribers. It's going to have an extra special weekly wellness tip. So it might be... Um, something to try, an interesting article to read, a book to read, a video to watch, something that I think can be relatable to your wellness journey. And that would be exclusively on the weekly newsletter. So check it out. Go to meetmediocrity.com, throw in your email address, and subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, the first one is out and they will come out weekly. I The plan is for them to come out on Thursdays. So you'll have Tuesday video, Thursday newsletter, Friday, the Meet Mediocrity Podcast. So here we are, Friday, Meet Mediocrity Podcast, number 55, 
Leanne Smith, Vibrant Life Source. First, let me plug where you can find Leanne. She's got, she's everywhere. She's on, um, she's, a, she's a website, first and foremost, vibrantlifesource.com. She has a Facebook handle, Vibrant Life Source. She has an Instagram handle, Vibrant Life Source LLC. She's a YouTube channel at Vibrant Life Source, and she has an email address, Leanne, that's L-E-A-N-N, one E, L-E-A-N-N, at VibrantLifeSource.com. Let me tell you a little bit about Leanne. She and I connected almost immediately. I checked her out on Instagram, and then I started checking out her YouTube channel and her website, and I was like, I like Leanne's vibe. Let me give her a call. So I reached out to her on social media. She responded immediately. We had a phone call, and I was like instantly attracted to Leanne's vibe, her energy, her common sense approach to wellness. I was fascinated by her journey, um, starting in corporate America and moving towards her wellness um, business that she is really a, quite a natural at. And and she has a dog named Ma- Ma- excuse me, and she has a dog named Maggie, and I have a dog named Maggie. In fact, Maggie's sitting right next to me right now. So I'm not going to tell you anymore. Listen to the conversation. Um, I'll be back to you at the end of the conversation. And without further delay, here she is, Leanne Smith, Vibrant Life Source. So Leanne, thanks for being with me today. Well, thank you for having me. Leanne, you are one of those people that caught my attention on social media in part because of your super cool name, Vibrant Life Source. Um, but more importantly, because you have some super cool messages. So before I get into Leanne and what Leanne's all about, um, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about Vibrant Life Source, and then we'll get into it a little more. Right. Thank you. So Vibrant Life Source is a health and wellness business, and I am a personal trainer, a yoga instructor, and a health and nutrition coach. Um, But my thing is, I work with people that are stuck, that are stuck in life. And a lot of times it is their health that is prohibiting people from living the life that they want. I have a lot of clientele that do have health issues. um, And people come to me from different points in their life. Maybe they've had a situation happen where they realize that they need to start living healthier or they've had a diagnosis. Something has prompted them. This yep, is a trigger, a trigger, some, exactly. some turning point. Yep. Exactly. And these are people that are looking for changes in their life versus, you know, looking good for their cousin's wedding. <laughs> and, you know, and so I have a wide range of clientele. I have a wide range of um, ages. My youngest client's probably 22, my oldest being 86 currently. Wow. Yeah. So, and I've got clients that have diabetes. I have autoimmune clients. I have clients that, uh, I have one client that she's on the waiting list to get a heart transplant. Wow. And so we're trying to get her as fit as possible. You have to be fit to go through that kind of surgery. So big deal. Yep. Right. So it's some pretty profound work that I do utilizing these different modalities. And it's, 
it's passion work. It really is. Is is you know obviously it has to be in order to do what I do. Well, it, you know, <laughs> interestingly, it doesn't have to be. But the fact because let's face it, people people there are plenty of people, including you, and we'll get into that in a minute. There are plenty of people who do work, but they're not passionate about it. And including healthcare mm-hmm. workers, including psychologists, um, including people that are doing important work, but it's not a passion. It's the passion right. that makes you good, good at it, and makes you enthusiastic about it, which is what you are. Um, well, <laughs> I would you. say that, well, and I get, it. and I get those other people because that used to be me. You right. know, I did the work, and it wasn't that I wasn't good at my job, uh, but I was passionate about it. So I'm very grateful to do a job now that I absolutely love. It's it's a passion. It's I live it. I breathe it. And it's, you know, immense gratitude to be able to be a part of people on their health journey. Well, that's one of the things that really struck me. Um, The way I do my podcast, when I find someone I want to uh, have as a guest, I reach out and I have a conversation with them. And your enthusiasm for what you do and for for your clients is frankly contagious. I was like, game on. I like this Leanne <laughs> woman. Um, and, and I think part of the, part of your passion comes from having had jobs that, as you said, you were good at, but you may not have been passionate about. So mm-hmm. I, I would love to, for you to tell us a little bit about your journey mm-hmm. and how you came to being the vibrant life source <laughs> CEO that you are today. So tell me a little bit about the journey. Well, my journey started, uh, I was a human resources director, corporate human resources for over 14 years. Uh And I even kind of fell into that. That's a whole nother story. Um, And I worked for more small to mid-range companies. So that meant that I was the only HR person. So I did everything. Yeah, when you're an HR person for a small company, you really wear a lot of hats. Literally, right. And so, and I did that and I bounced from, usually predominantly it was tech companies. Then I went to a startup game company, which if you've ever worked for a startup, you know that you kind of have to be a little crazy. And (laughs) it's just, it's contagious. It's fun. It's you work harder than you ever thought you would. And then I moved to a book publisher, a local book publisher here in the Seattle area. And I realized for a long time that I wasn't fulfilled. It wasn't that I wasn't good in my job. It wasn't that I wasn't um, getting an itch scratched, if you will. You were were interacting with interesting people. Right. You were solving problems. And let's be realistic. I mean, I enjoyed the benefits. I enjoyed the salary. Of course. And that's probably what kept me me in it. Wait, wait, wait. So you you enjoyed being able to take a day off and actually get paid for that day? It's a crazy thought. It not, really not, is. Not something entrepreneurs um, enjoy, but, but certainly. I know, that is right. A it's a crazy thought. Yeah. Yep. What's vacation? <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, I, but I knew I wasn't living my true purpose. Yep. 
my true passion. And I was a purpose seeker. I was like this, I want to leave a mark on this earth before I leave, you know? So I was driven by that. And so funny enough, when I went to that last job, that book publisher, within a week, they probably wouldn't have been happy to hear this, but within a week, I knew this was going to be my last corporate HR job ever. This wow. was going to be the job that I was going to transition out of from. Uh-oh. So um, how long were you actually there? Four years. Okay. So they they got they got four years. They uh, got four years out uh, of me. Uh, the whole time. You were thinking time, about what's next. Oh, yeah. Planning and scheming and. Yeah. Well, that's, you, you know, know what? And, what be- what and, better way to plan an entrepreneurship than while you're, you're right. employed by someone else? While I I'm dutifully employed. Totally get it. And, you know, it was, and for them, and here's the thing, I mean, do I recommend this path for everyone? No. But for me in that particular company, in that particular job, my 80% is all they needed. Yeah. Yeah. So I gladly gave them the 80%. I gladly took my paycheck and I spent the rest of that time searching and some deep soul searching Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what it is that my passion was. And little did I know that my passion had been something that I had always loved. I'd always been into health and fitness. I'd always been an athlete as a kid. I had always been into nutrition and, you know, but I I was like, no, you couldn't, I can't do that as a career. Right. (laughs) And lo and behold, God forbid you could do something you love as a career. I mean, again, crazy, crazy thoughts. And so I started to hatch this idea. And so I first got my personal training certification and Mm -hmm. I had this idea of being mobile. Okay. And so what I did so I could get some experience, because I was like, okay, well, I'm not just going to leave my job, my cushy job without knowing what this is about. Mm-hmm. So I went to the director of training at the, my gym that I was a member that I paid membership for. And I okay. went to him and I said, Hey, I got a proposition for you. This is what I want to do. I'm going to get my certification. Will you let me intern here free? And it took a little convincing that I was, you know, that I was legit and I would follow through and yeah, I would go do my HR gig during the day, I would moonlight at this gym at night and on the weekends. Um, eventually, they paid me. <laughs> <laughs> and I used this time to create a business plan, to do as best as I, you know, create as much as I can. And then March 2010, I picked up my coffee cup and I said, see ya. And so I 2010, had, so more than 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, it'll be 11 years in March. And I was scared to death. Yep. But sure. I had this, I had this deep feeling that I knew as I was standing on the edge of my career and I was standing on the edge of what is next, of knowing that the net would appear. I knew the net would appear. I knew I was going in the right path. Even when everyone else was like, you're doing Are what? Are you crazy? Exactly. You're going to give up this salary and these benefits to do what? 
Right. No safety. <laughs> um, right. And, you know, I, within probably a year, I went and got my yoga certification. And then several years later, I got my health and nutrition coaching certification. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. The last 10 years have been so hard, have been, I've had to work so much harder than I ever did. Sure. Um, but I will tell you, I have learned so much about myself. I have grown. I have evolved, not only as a business owner, but as a human being. And I would not give it up for anything. I have, you know, I built this company. I never took out a loan. This company, everything I have, I built from nothing. Wow. And it's still, it's still growing, but the lessons and the opportunities, you know, I don't look at, you know, listen, I've made a lot of mistakes in the last 10 years, you know, and, but I don't look at them as failures. I'm looking, I look at them as opportunities for growth and opportunities to go. improve and be, and be our best self. I agree. And so I choose to live in gratitude and that is where I get that, you know, the fulfillment. And I will tell you, I've had clients. It, the, it's the clients, it's that interaction. It's that, you know, people, you know, prior to COVID invited me into their homes and invited me into their lives to be a part of almost like a sacred journey, a journey of them finding themselves again, or maybe finding themselves for the first time, becoming healthy, facing fears. And it's, it's a very intimate personal journey that my clients allow me to be a part of. And for that, I am so grateful. I mean, I'm fortunate. And I think it's the energy you put out is the energy you get in return. Sure. And I do not have one client. I love all my clients. They are amazing people. And I've had them all for, I mean, most of my clients I've had for years. So so that is a testament to your to your style, to your approach. Tell me a little bit about, you know, one, you know, obviously don't, don't um, mm-hmm. respect, respect privacy, but right. tell me, how, how, tell me a little bit about like how a relationship with a health and wellness coach lasts years. Tell me about that. Well, most of my health and wellness coaching clients, there is a, most of the ones that are law well, lasting for years are usually my personal training and yoga clients. Okay. But, you know, actually I do have people that have been um, health and nutrition clients for several years. And one of that comes to mind is a couple that are in their seventies. I was working with them prior to retirement. Okay. I coached them through retirement. Wow. And so what it became is a relationship in which we meet every week and we discuss what's going on with them. It could be we've had to shift 
fitness programs over the years because yep. as we know our bodies evolve yes. so our programming needs to evolve um we've had to shift through some injuries we've had to work through um nutrition issues we've had to work through some uh with one of them mental health issues mm-hmm. and so it really almost becomes a partnership a partnership of of life And one thing that really does happen is when you work with someone for a long period of time, many of my clients, I know more what's going on with them than probably their own family. So you, so when you have a long time client that you're doing something other than yoga or, or training, Mm -hmm. You have something to speak about every week. You, it, it, there, there, we there do. are things to do. There are things. There we are things do. To we cover. do. I call, um, I call them action items. Basically, it's homework. Yeah. And you know, like this year, at the beginning of the year, we have goals. So, for example, I have a client that the intention last year she wanted to have her other her second knee replacement surgery but because of covid and all of that she chose not to and so that's on the agenda for this year however in order for her to meet the requirements to have the surgery it's going to take several things one she's got to lose weight two she needs to get in better um she's got to get fitter okay um and so that becomes our goals now. So now that's the one thing that we're going to work on with her is working on those different components to prepare her, not only nutritionally have help her lose weight, but also get fit, get mentally fit and ready for what that surgery is going to entail. Um, So that's just like one thing, for example, Um, or I will have a client that as we know, Life is not a straight line. It is it is the least straight line you can possibly imagine. I agree. Right. And you know, and our health and wellness is not much different. So Fair our enough. health and wellness is not a straight line. Right. It has peaks and valleys, it has, you know, turns and whatnot. And so that's where a health coach can come into play is helping you through those. And there's times where I may have a client that we see each other every week. And then there's other times where we say, Hey, life is going good. Let's push it out a few weeks and then we'll come back around. Um, you know, life is funny that it always keeps it interesting. So <laughs> and in that regard, that's kind of in a nutshell, how I would keep have a health and nutrition coaching client for so long is because life happens and those clients understand for them the value of having someone in their corner that's going to be their wellness advocate. You know, you mentioned um, in the in the context of wellness, you've mentioned being mentally well um, several times. Mm-hmm. And mental wellness is often not talked about. Um, it also has a wide array of definitions, right? right. I mean, right. so, um, you know, let's take... Let's take me as an example. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, um, I am not um, clinically um, have any mental um, clinical issues. 
But um, being in the right frame of mind is not very easy for me. There are times that I am mm-hmm. super jazzed up. There are times that I'm super not jazzed up. There are times that I, I have goals and I'm, I'm focused on them on like a laser beam. There are other times when um, it's hard for me to maintain my focus. I've got a lot of things going on in my head and mm-hmm. I get distracted. So when you have someone like that, and by the way, I am sure that that is not uncommon. I know, I know that what I just described is not uncommon, <laughs> but, but, but so you have a relatively common mental mental, you have relatively common mental challenges, but they do stand in the way mm-hmm. of those goals, whether it's, whether it's right. being more fit or losing some weight or eating, you know, a better, a better diet, et cetera. How do you help someone like that? So in the general, and I'll say if without having a global pandemic, Fair enough. <laughs> because, because that is a whole nother. Well, that certainly contributes to mental, mental, yes. um, it has a mental impact, good Correct. and bad, but mostly bad. Right. Right. Uh, but in general, if I have a client that is having issues losing weight, for example, yep. Right. And they've tried every diet under the sun and they've done everything. They've had a lifetime of yo-yo dieting and whatnot. Literally, I just had this conversation yesterday with a client. Okay. It's, you know, I told her point blank. I said, it's not what you're putting in your mouth. It's, it's that inner dialogue between your ears. And because it's a pattern, right? You're triggered. There's triggers that's happening. That's triggering you to self-soothe with the food. Right. And it just happens. The triggers are old. Those triggers are not. And so it's, so then it becomes, especially as a health coach, I've got boundaries with which I can work with a client, right? At some point that they need to be, um, referred on to a professional that's focused on that. So that's up to me to make that determination when we've stayed within boundaries and when we've stepped out of them. And when I need to say, Hey, you need to see with someone that's going to be more specialized to this. And I think that also goes to the relationship I have with my clients. If I refer one of my current clients to someone. Yep. They trust me enough to know that A, I've got their best interest at heart. And B, I would never do that unless I felt that it was needed. And would and would help them. Right, right. But for the most part, it is mindset. It is, you know, that and it's identifying what is this? Are, are we just having a person that needs, we need to focus on some mindset shifts right. from, you know. I don't have time to do this to I'm a priority and my health is deterrent on this or, you know, whatever that is. And so it's identifying that. Is it just a mindset thing or are we dealing with actual triggers that are happening and that need to have some resolution and some clients, it's just a simple mindset again, quote unquote, simple. Yeah. Um, Life is not simple. 
Right. And putting things into place. And I love to, I refer, I like to refer to it as their toolbox. I work with clients to create their health and wellness toolbox. And these are tools that I'm going to teach them. And maybe it's a breathing technique. Maybe it's a technique for them to learn to take a pause in the day and do check-ins with themselves. Whatever those resources are, those tools that I'm teaching them that they can utilize throughout their day. Or is it we need to take a deeper dive and identify that, hey, yeah, I'm triggering. I'm, I've got triggers throughout the day and I'm self-soothing. You mentioned, um, you mentioned yoga. Do you, um, mm. do you um, encourage or, or help your clients um, practice meditation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's in, in almost all of my clients, it doesn't matter what modality you're doing. Right. I will always sneak in mindfulness. Yes. I will always sneak in breathing techniques. Yep. Um, and, you know, as of late, I have noted a huge difference in my clients, a shift in my clients uh, in us having to put more focus on mindfulness, self-care practices, Um more breathing techniques, like some clients right now, we start our session with five minutes of mindfulness and breathing techniques before we get into our session. That could even be a personal training client. And you do that and you do that to set the stage to get person, the person in the right place. Lately I've had to, because of just everything that's been going on, people are, I'm noticing a lot more emotional burnout um, people are just having a hard time getting in to doing their sessions. So I'm finding that I'm having to start the sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, yeah. Them, getting them to to set or reset. Right. Do you, you, now do you, when you say sessions, you said personal training sessions, you mentioned yoga. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you the question, in a non-COVID world and in a COVID world. So when you're doing personal training or yoga sessions for someone and you're not in the middle of a pandemic, do you have a studio? Do you um, do group sessions? What do you do? So funny enough, uh, I must've had a crystal ball because I knew that there was going to be a global pandemic. So I'm going to kind of answer your question. Both uh, ways. If you, if you knew there was going to be a global pandemic, Apparently I did. tell all of us, I'm going to be very disappointed. I know. Apparently <laughs> I knew Okay. because in the fall of um, 2019, mm-hmm. I was like, my business had been mobile. I had been working with people in person. Meaning in their homes. Go to them. Mm-hmm. Did you, and did they have equipment? Did you bring equipment? Some of both? Either or. It okay. was, it, you know, I'm a minimalist. I don't believe in having every piece of workout equipment known to man. I'm so, very So minimal. body weight, stretchy bands. Any body weight. Yeah. I would predominantly, I have a few clients that actually have home gyms, which yeah. are fabulous. Great. Uh, but for the most part, it would be body weight, bands, maybe a set of dumbbells, maybe okay. a kettlebell for fun. Okay. Okay. Um, and you can get a lot done with that, by the way. Oh, you oh, a ridiculous amount. Right. And and I pride myself on creativity. So um, 
so in 2019, I made the decision that I wanted to start to shift my business to being 100% virtual for a variety of reasons. And I had already been dabbling. I had already been working with a few clients virtually already as kind of beta tests Mm -hmm. and beautiful. It would work. It works beautifully. Right. And then global pandemic. Right. And I was able to transition very quickly. Um, now in a non-global well, the, pandemic, well, global pa- when you say transition quickly, they, they didn't people, I'm sure there were people hesitating having you come into their homes. Well, well, what I did was I reached out to all my clients and I said, all right, we have, you have three choices. Right. <laughs> One, we just take a break from our sessions and we not, just not ideal. See, yeah. And we just see what happens. Right. Two, we go virtual. And you trust me that this is going to work and that will be, and you'll still get a good workout or three, I will see you in person. It must be outdoors. We must be 10 feet apart. I will not touch any equipment and we will both be masked. That sounds, that sounds prudent. Those are your three choices. Okay. And I will tell you, I did not lose one client. Well, I believe it because honestly, if I had a relationship, I'm, and I'm I'm not buttering you up, Leanne, but if I had a relationship with you and I was making progress, I wouldn't want to give that up. Right. And and you made some and you made some suggestions that seem completely reasonable. Outdoor training, ten right. feet apart, non-contact, um, seems very safe, and as right. does doing it virtually. And I know a lot of trainers who shifted to virtual and succeeded. Mm-hmm. But you were you were right, Leanne. The fact that you had, were, had the premonition of working that way with people from the get go made a difference, right. because I I do know trainers who were purely gym trainers, mm-hmm. um, who tried to shift to Zoom, who it was a much bigger shift, and, and they were much right. less successful. But it sounds like your relationships just continued in a slightly different way. It did, and you know. It became, and again, and I think it the reason why it did work is just what you said is because I have that relationship with my clients yeah. and we, we ended up just having fun with it and getting creative. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. I have this couple that I've been training. I've been training them. I think they're boys. They have twin boys and I think they're nine. So I've been training them for eight years. Okay. And we have this thing that during the summer, they have a pool. They have a huge uh-huh. pool in their backyard. And during the summer, we take our workouts into the pool. Good. And it's fun. We have fun with it, you know? Yeah, sure. And so summer came around last year and they're like, are we going to be able to do our pool workouts? And I'm like, yeah, we can do Zoom pool workouts. And did you? And did you? <laughs> did. And you know what? It worked. It was hilarious. It was hilarious because first of all, we, what we, we, we had to figure some things out right along the way, but we made it work. They still got a good workout and it was almost comical because it was just me on a laptop on a table in their backyard screaming at them do this do that you know uh-huh, and do uh-huh. their workouts but it worked 
You just make it work and you have to have a sense of humor about things. You have to have a sense of fun and play with it. And if you can't have, if you can't have a sense of humor about it, it just doesn't work. Right. Right. So I think think that's true with life, but it is in in life. (laughs) Right. And so you just, you have to have fun with it. And you know, that's, that's how I work with my clients. I mean, I'm, they're going to be their biggest advocate, their biggest cheerleader. I'm going to work them hard, but we're going to have fun. And you're, and you're a yoga instructor as well. Mm -hmm. So do you do yoga the same way? Yes. And is it, is it one-on-one or or how do you do yoga? So I used to teach group and um, one-on-one. I prefer, I, you know, I do like group yoga, but right now I've been doing one-on-one for years. Uh I find teaching one-on-one really helps me serve the individual. Mm -hmm. And so typically sessions start with, where are you today? I meet them where they are. Yeah. You know, and it becomes very much so service. What do you need? You know, I might have a client that comes to our session saying my back is killing me. I'm like, oh, okay. So our session's going to be about getting, you know, yeah. about this. Yeah. I typically don't have, again, I know my clients well enough. So I, I got a, a gist of what I want to do, but uh, particularly even with my yoga clients, I'm pretty flexible. I usually don't, I'm pretty loose with my plan of what I'm going to do with the session because I want to give space for what they need. So, um, but they work great. I mean, the virtual works great. Um, so it sounds, so, so it sounds to me, Leanne, that you have a, a, a number of skills that you either provide to your clients individually or as a package. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they want to do yoga, you'll give them yoga instruction. If they want, if they mm-hmm. want train, if they want physical training, you'll do, you'll do personal training. If they need nutrition help, you'll help them with nutrition. And right. if they want some, some more of a holistic wellness approach, you'll start putting pieces of those things together for those, for your clients. Is that right? Do I have that right? Right. You got it. Sold. That's amazing. So <laughs> first of all, by the way, the other thing I, I love about you is you have a dog named Maggie and I have a dog named Maggie too. I know. I know. <laughs> and that, I think we were sold on each other. Just, you, you know, we had each other at Maggie and Maggie. <laughs> Uh, usually Maggie is sitting here over my uh, on the uh, ledge over my shoulder, but I think uh, she moved into. I the did look. Room. I did look to see if she was going to be there. But she's, no. she's usually she's usually there. But um, <laughs> so Leanne, let me just ask you this kind of wrap up question. Mm-hmm. Um, a, um, actually, so two wrap up questions. Wrap up question one: If what would your advice be? to someone who has started 2021 with some goals and it's hard. We're Mm -hmm. still waiting for vaccines. We're still waiting for, for life to, to get a little bit more back to normal. There's still other stresses in the world, which we're all very well aware of. What would your advice be to that person? They're not sick. They're not, you know, they're not, you know, in, in awful shape, but that they're not progressing towards their goals. They, they had resolutions 
and goals that they are simply not meeting? What would your advice be to them? Well, first of all, don't do resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew you were going to say that. But you know what? In general, I've got five tips that people can do, anyone can do, and that can start easy to start living a healthier life. Let's hear One, hydrate. Make sure you're getting enough water in every single day. For the most part, a easy um, equation is take your body weight, divide it by half. Those are, and that number is your ounces. Okay. Now that's not the same for everyone. If you're on medication, you need to talk with your doctor and adjust accordingly, but hydrate. Yep. Get a water bottle that becomes your new best friend. Get a water pitcher, put it on the countertop. Every time you go in the kitchen, you see it, pour a glass of water, whatever you got to do, hydrate. Hydrate. Number two, um, you got to break up with the processed foods and the sugar. Yeah. Even if it is a not cold turkey, but at least pull back on it. Get because first of all, it's not doing you any favors, right? And it's not helping you if we if you're stressed. If you're sitting, because we're sitting way more, yep, we are. So an easy thing you can do is stop eating the processed foods and the sugar, which leads me to number three. Yes. Eat more whole food, more fruits and veg. And we're home more. So, and there's, and here's the thing. There's so many kitchen gadgets from the Instapot to the air fryer. Yes, there are. All of these things are available. And so I have a hard time believing there's, you know, an excuse to not be able to get a meal on the table. There's food delivery services. There's, I mean, there's so many things available to us to get a whole meal, a whole fresh meal on the table. We can do it. Even if it's not every night, but come on. Um, Number four, move your body at least a minimum 30 minutes a day. That's bare minimum. And obviously we want more if we can, but get up and move your body. Get up from your chair. Go walk the dog. Go play with the kids. Um, Go do some yoga, some stretching. Get moving. Right. Um, That's why we have so many body aches. That's why we're having neck and shoulder and back issues. That's why um, people are, you know, there's so many studies out there that shows that moving your body is going to help with your mental health. Agreed. Which again leads me to number five. Five and final. Manage your stress. How do you do that? You know, there is a very easy. I love using breathing techniques. Yeah. There's plenty of mindfulness techniques out there. I think everyone is different. Everyone responds differently to different techniques. Um, an easy one that I teach clients is it's called box breathing. And it's done on a four count. So you take a slow inhale on a four count, hold on a four count, slow exhale on a four count, hold on a four count. 
Get it? Box yep. breathing. It's your box. Yeah. <laughs> and doing that, doing some type of even meditation apps. Yeah. Love meditation apps. Do something that helps manage your stress. Maybe it's my tip number four, move your body, right? So find those techniques to manage your stress. Because you know, Leanne, those five, those five tips are common sense, yet, mm-hmm. yet, you know, they sound easier than they are. And, and what I, I would suggest, and by the way, I have not passed this test yet, so I would suggest it to myself. <laughs> if you just, I, I think I should just wake up in the morning and put those five things on a post-it note. Uh-huh. And and you know what? You should be able to, if you could, you know, A, hydrate, B, mm-hmm. avoid those processed foods. Um, and you know what? Just thinking twice about processed foods and, and not choosing it, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to choose no. it far less than you do might maybe right now. Right. Eat more fruits and vegetables, move, 30 minutes of movement, and, and and take a minute to, to focus on your breathing and mindfulness. If you can do all of those things every day, which takes virtually no effort, really, right. you'll be moving in the right direction, and then you can achieve some bigger goals after that. Exactly. And I almost think of those five tips as foundational. They're foundational. Then then they're um that's where you can start. So I like the answer to that question. So my last question is yes. Leanne, if there are people out there listening to this podcast who really want to meet the chief vibrance officer of Vibrant Life Source, Leanne, mm-hmm. Leanne Smith, how do they how do they get started? How do they reach out to you? Um, they can reach out to me on, I'm on social media. So uh, at Facebook at Vibrant Life Source, um, Instagram at Vibrant Life Source LLC. I got a YouTube channel, Vibrant Life Source, and, or you can um, go to my website, www.vibrantlifesource.com, or just email me, Leanne at vibrantlifesource.com because I'd love to hear her. I'm going to put all of those links in the the podcast um, notes. And Leanne, I look forward to keeping in touch when you're my friend. Um, I think that, that your message and your approach is very practical and relatable. And, And the other thing I really like about it is you're very genuine. You know, you, you, the fact that you found this, calling this career for yourself and you're able to put it into practice it this this is the true you leanne i could tell yeah and and thank you i've really enjoyed meeting you i'm really i'm really glad i reached out and i'm really glad you responded me too me too and thank you so much for for doing this it has been an absolute pleasure okay have a great rest of your day you as well all right bye-bye So I hope you agree. Leanne is kind of one of these relatable people who's a wellness coach. So, you know, she, she, in fact, I think she's a lot like me when it comes to meet mediocrity. Um, She's a regular person. She's practical. She's not one of these people that is an intimidating, you know, perfect, perfect uh, wellness person 
person. She admits her own challenges. She admits her own struggles. And she becomes relatable in that way. I mean, even the five tips that she gave us at the end of the podcast, hydrate, eliminate processed foods and sugars, eat more fruits and vegetables, move your body 30 minutes a day, and manage stress through breathing techniques like mindfulness and meditation. These are all very obvious tips. In fact, they're obvious, but it's not so easy to get them done every day. In fact, what I did after I spoke with Leanne is I wrote those five things on a post-it note and slapped it on a wall right over my computer so I could be staring at it every day and reminding myself of those five obvious but important tips. So, Leanne, thank you so much for joining me. And to the rest of you, let me wrap with the following. A, check out our YouTube channel. B, go to meetmediocrity.com and subscribe to our newsletter. C, tell your friends about Meet Mediocrity. And D, please stay safe and healthy. Please continue to smile. And of course, be well. With that, have a great day, everyone. Take care.